We had an extremely violent uh, weekend, uh, 17 shootings in the city of Toronto on the Civic Holiday weekend. And earlier than that, we had um, a 16-year-old who suffered a gunshot wound in the stairwell of a Toronto community housing building last Thursday uh, pass away. He died on the scene. We are uh, joined by Francis Nunziata right now, who is a counsellor. Uh, for the city of Toronto, Ward 5, York South and Weston. And uh, she joins us on the line right now to talk about a community meeting that was held yesterday and concerns were raised about what's going on in Toronto community housing. Welcome to the show, Francis. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. So last night was uh, a previously scheduled community mm-hmm. meeting. It wasn't scheduled after the death of this young man. Um but the timing could not have been uh, better for concerns, of course, with what's going on in uh, Toronto community housing. The mood um, must have been extremely stressful and very sad at the meeting. Uh, I mean, this is a 16-year-old that lost his life in the building that he lived in. Yeah. Well, it was just a 16 years old. is just a baby. Yeah, um, of course. And and uh, as you mentioned, this was a previously scheduled meeting that I had organized to meet with tenants to talk about their concerns on, in Toronto housing, which I do quite a bit with all my Toronto housing buildings. And an opportunity for me for me to meet the tenants. Uh, this area is the new area for me after the last election, so I wanted an opportunity. Um, but what I have heard, and and you're absolutely correct. It was was very emotional, um, and I'm I'm very pleased and to see the the number of people that did come out. Yeah, who came out for the meeting? Well, I mean, there, we had over we had approximately 175 people that were there, um, which is amazing because normally you don't get that many people out to a community meeting. Is that part of the problem that people uh, kind of want to avoid these things when you've right. got lawmakers and and yes. people present? Right, absolutely. I've had so many meetings for Toronto Housing, and you barely get maybe 20 or 30 people that come out. And um, so the timing of having that meeting, and, and uh, I was very pleased on the number of tenants that came out. Uh, and we had um, we had the police, as, uh, you know. Um, the Chief police of Police was there. there? The Chief of Police was there, which yeah. was a surprise. I wasn't expecting him. <laughs> so it was a surprise for me. And then we had Toronto Housing, the CEO of Toronto Housing, um, Security, uh, but what I was hearing before the meeting, and the reason I, I originally did organize the meeting, is the tenants were very concerned of the lack of security in the building and the lack of lighting, uh, because we've had quite a few shootings in um, in and around that building in the parking lot in the past five or six months. So tenants were very concerned on the amount of gun violence that they've had in in around surrounding those buildings and in those buildings. Francis, when you talk about the lack of of security and lack of lighting specifically what were they saying well there's there's not sufficient lighting outside in the parking lot because that's where some of the shootings have happened in the parking lot uh, security is only there for a few hours and then they rotate and they go to other buildings uh, tenants would like the security to be there like all night and uh, preferably 24 7 um, and they want to be able to have access in a relationship with the security as well what they were expressing their concerns yesterday is that the security 
that we do have in those buildings aren't friendly. They don't. Uh, they don't have. Uh, you know, they don't speak to the tenants. There's no dialogue. They don't feel comfortable with the security that's there. Right. So they um, want the security guard to be part of the community. Right. Right. And get to right. know people so they know who shouldn't be in the building. Right. Right. And and one of them was uh, was uh, commenting yesterday that they had contacted security two or three times and didn't receive a response. Mm. So it was really an it was really an issue. And so one thing that the CEO did say last night and announced that he was going to put in more security, more lighting, and he was going to put security cameras at the entrance of the parking um, uh, to so they can uh, um, the license plates would be photographed as they come in, uh, which is something new, which I wasn't expecting, which was good news for the tennis. They were very happy about that. And I actually that. I have a clip of that. So let's play uh, the CEO of Toronto Community okay. Housing. It's the community meeting next week. We are going to have full-time security officers. So CSU security officers is part of the uh, 2195 Jane and Falstaff community so that there will be CSU officers uh, circulating between those two facilities all through the night. Okay, so that's some good news for them. That's very good news, and they were very happy. They applauded that, um, and uh, they also uh, mentioned that they would like to have more police officers um, patrol the area, be in the area, you know, um, meet the tenants and, and engage with the tenants, uh, which is very important as well. Is that uh, a bit of, did that give you a bit of hope that the, this modernization of the Toronto Police Force might be actually making headway here? Yes, I do. And and I, at the last Police Services Board meeting a week ago, we had a deputation made by Medanta, the uh, Somali mothers, and they brought forward a number of recommendations on how they would like to be more engaged with the police, ongoing engagement dialogue. They want to see more police presence. They want to have a relationship with the police. So they're, they're, they're very much in support of that. And that is one thing that the chief and the chief will, will be reporting back in September on doing that in in some of these communities that are um, you know that we're having uh, problems with, we have a clip from the uh, chief of police. We know that the stronger the alliance and the bigger the alliance, the more positive the outcomes at the end of the day. It has to be collective. We have to work in partnerships. Communities solve crimes. Uh, street gangs will not shoot when police are around. They wait till they're gone. That's when the community has to help work with us. Yeah, so uh, it, it sounds like the uh, the Toronto Police Chief is going to get his wish there, and the, from what you expressed, that the community is ready to work with the police. They want right. to see more police at Toronto Community Housing. Um, yes. Things got very distraught and emotional last night, yes. and uh, understandably so. Here is uh, one of the community members at the meeting. We lost a brother. We lost a community member. We're angry. This is not something to be taken lightly. We're tired of watching our kids and our brothers die for nothing. You can hear uh, the obvious emotion in that person's voice. I think that the city can't afford to get this wrong again. No, and and the victim's mother was there as well when uh, when uh, that uh, when that woman spoke. Um, she was the neighbor. And so I was in tears. Like I think everybody was in tears. Like it's 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 
it's disgusting on what's happening, you know, like the gun violence. I'm so sick of it, and people don't feel safe. And, and we also had residents that live across the street from the Falstaff. They were there as well because they feel unsafe as well. They want to be part of the community, and they want to be, um, you know, a, a community engaged uh, with the tenants at, uh, at Falstaff, uh, which is uh, very important as well, um, the surrounding community. Now, uh, last April... The province had said that the government uh, will take a step towards um, denying tenants who have previously been evicted for criminal activity on, uh, you know, being allowed back into Toronto community housing. Has that come to fruition? Have we started that already? Uh, I don't believe so. We haven't started that, but I support it. Um, no, I don't believe we've started that yet. I do know that uh, Toronto Housing, and I've been very uh, vocal, because um, I have a lot of problem buildings in my ward um, on some of these tenants that are uh, illegal activities uh, that's happening within the unit or some, we have gangs that are going into some of these senior um, units, um, Toronto Housing, and taking over the unit. What do you mean and, taking over the unit? Well, do tell. We, well, I have one building, uh, West End Lawrence, where um, uh, I've been told by the police, and the police uh, have informed me, and I've informed Toronto Housing, is where they've actually gone in. Some of these vulnerable seniors, you, you get some of the gang members to go in and come, go into their units and take over the units and sell drugs and prostitution, and that's what's happening, which is, you know, it's just awful what's if going on. If police know that this is going on, why isn't the, it being stopped? Well, the police have notified Toronto Housing. Toronto Housing has evicted these people. But I'm just, I'm just, these are the things that's happening, and that's why we need to have the, a closer relationship with Toronto Housing. And I've said that over and over again when I was on the Toronto Housing Board with the police and, and any of these gang members, anybody that's living in, these, in the Toronto Housing buildings, that if they should be evicted, like zero tolerance. And, um, you know, but it's, you know, Toronto Housing has always said, oh, it's very difficult to evict tenants. And, but I think we have to be a little more aggressive when it comes to when we're aware that the, this is happening within the units. Beyond lighting, um, did, did the conditions of the community housing buildings come up at last night's meeting or were people mainly focused on uh, safety and keeping uh, bad elements out and keeping people safe? Well, mostly on the safety, but there were a couple comments made about the condition and, uh, you know, the stairway, how uh, it's filthy and, um, you know, urine. And actually, when I when I organized this meeting um, a week ago, I was personally dropping off the flyers door to door with one of my staff members, and we were walking down the stairway, and I felt very uncomfortable, like, you know, urine and, you know, terrible. Describe like, what, yeah, what, yeah. what it's like to walk through Toronto Community well, House. I mean, in some of these buildings, they're like filthy. Like I, it's just a matter of maintenance. I just don't understand why we're not, you know, maintaining our buildings. Um, a lot of them are management uh, that are managed by outside management companies, but some of them are our own. Like uh, the Falstaff buildings, are city the city manages it. Toronto Housing manages. It's not contracted out to a management company, but most of them are very filthy. There's garbage, graffiti, urine. It, it's disgusting. It's it's. Uh, nobody would want to live in those conditions. So were you happy with the outcome overall of the meeting yesterday? And does it give you hope that 
things will finally turn around for the people living in, yeah. in some of these Toronto housing uh, buildings. Yes, I was very happy. And what I did say at the meeting yesterday is that tonight is is not the end, that I intend to, and everybody signed in at the meeting, if they were interested and everybody put their hand up, that I want to have regular meetings with them, monthly meetings um, with uh, tenants, Toronto Housing and the police to talk about issues and how we can work together on improving the building and recommendations coming forward. And they were all very happy about that. At the end of the meeting, they all came up to me and says, absolutely, I'm signing in. I want to be part of the group. We need to work together. Um, and they were very, very supportive. Francis, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. That's Francis Nunziata, counselor for Ward 5, York Southwestern, telling us about what happened yesterday at the meeting on community safety for the Toronto Community Housing Building at uh, Falstaff Avenue near Jane Street, where last Thursday EMS appeared um, after a call to the building around 1 in the morning. They heard uh, reports of gunshots and found a 16-year-old who suffered from a gunshot wound in the stairwell and died on the scene.